Okay, we are live episode 77. We got a good one. Kaylee Donewald with Sacred Serve. Chris Mose. You'll see what I mean. Red Fox Analytics, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Okay, Kaylee. Let's talk about it. Sacred Serve, give us the story. When did it start? What's it all about? Started back in 2017. And really, this is a plant-powered line of gelato designed to bring more function into the frozen indulgent category. Short and simple. And we are talking plant-based, so that's good. What is the main ingredient there instead of dairy? Yeah, so instead of dairy, we're using young coconut meat sourced from Thailand. So this is what makes it so special and different than what other people are working with. Most people will do a coconut milk, but this young coconut meat is about half the calories and fat of coconut milk, has a much more subtle taste, so it's not going to overpower you with that coconut flavor. And then, of course, it's packed with all five essential um, electrolytes, vitamins and minerals, and fiber in there, too. Very cool. Uh, I have some plant-based ice cream because yeah, I don't have the gelato yet in my freezer because I can't uh, I can't eat uh, dairy like that. Um, I can have still have like whey-based stuff like whey proteins and things like that. Even though I don't I don't take that anymore. I'm plant-based on that side, but I, I can still take it down if I have to. But dairy messes with me like pure milk or cream. I have that like Jewish stomach. Is, am I even allowed to say that? Like a Jewish, I don't even know what that means. I've always said it. It's like my go-to. Anyway, um, give us some flavors get, so that we get a little treat here. What are we talking about? Yeah, so we like to um, start with some common flavors that people are going to know and love and then really elevate them with our functional ingredients. So our most popular right now is our salted caramel. We also have a matcha mint chip that's got peppermint essential oil and matcha in there. And then we have a chaga chocolate, our hero ingredients in there are the chaga mushroom, as well as the maca, which is an adaptogenic root. So, and then we, our most recent flavor is kind of a chai latte. So adding saffron in there and rose water to really give that floral, floral kick at the end. Very cool. So this is really unique. Um, where did this come from? What's the why behind this? Yeah, the reason I started this is really I had my own kind of journey of healing through a plant-based diet. I actually grew up suffering really severe cases of asthma and allergies, and every doctor and specialist told me I was born with these conditions and I would need to rely on medication for the rest of my life. Then when I was 25, I embarked on a raw food, plant-based diet. And within two weeks, my body had completely healed itself of everything. And so that was really powerful to understand that not only was I not born this way, but it was actually the food I was eating my whole life that was making me so sick. So I decided to really target the root cause of this, which is just the food being offered to consumers today and wanted to really clean up the most dairy sugar laden category that there is, which is of course ice cream. So you're telling us that food may affect us as far as how we feel? It just that, might. That is amazing. That is amazing. I always look off to the right. I don't, people wouldn't be like, where's he looking? I have a window out here. The people walk by, I think I'm already nuts. I, I like that. I mean, we could just have a whole separate episode just on that. Yes, folks, what you put in your body, it has such an effect on you, not just physically, because I go a step further. I go uh, mentally too. Uh, people don't understand how foods 
may or may not affect them, it does. Um, and so playing around it and finding out what foods are better for you is super important. And then there's just ones that you just, you know, you shouldn't indulge in too often. I'm big on balance. Every, you know, I talk balanced uh, on all things. Um, that's really cool. Now let's talk about some sales stuff. How do you sell this and where do you sell it? Yeah, we sell direct consumer. So we do have a shop on our website. We have nationwide shipping. And then the bulk of what we're doing is through retailers just because we are a frozen product. So right now we have distribution here in the Midwest through Whole Foods and we're um, starting to trickle in on the coast as well right now. Oh, very cool. And, and how uh, can you, can you do any sort of direct business or because the frozen element, it makes it pretty difficult? We can, it just makes it a little bit more expensive. So what kind of goes into it is we have this frozen product and then we have to kind of spend on an insulated shipping container and we like those to be sustainable. And then we pack it with about 10 pounds of dry ice. So that adds some weight as well as the expense of that. And then we package it all up and have to ship everything essentially two days. So it gets there in enough time to not melt. So it's definitely heavy on the logistics, but we're excited every day that um, more and more consumers seem to kind of understand that cost and still want to get it in some of the areas that we're not. Yes, it is. Uh, it, it does create a little bit of a hurdle, um, but you're not, at least you know, you're not the only one in that set, right, who has to deal with the same thing. Um, let's talk about where you make this. Uh, how did you even start the first, I almost want to go, where did you start it first? Was it in your kitchen? And then how did you move it into some sort of commercial or and or co-packer element? Yeah, we started at home with a little, you know, Amazon ice cream maker, and then we moved. We actually originally bought a soft serve machine from China and installed that in a little health food store, had this kitchen in the back. So we were kind of making the product out of there, quickly learned the soft serve machine doesn't work for what we're doing. So then we hopped over to making um, cold packed ice cream. We started sharing a kitchen space with a kombucha maker down in the existing building that we're in now. And then after about six months working out of that kombucha kitchen, um, we put in our name and, and started to build out our own space down there. Very cool. And now let's talk team. Is it just yourself? Do you, did you have a co-founder? Is there somebody who handles operations? Sort of give us that layout. Yeah. Um, no, I was a solo founder. I did kind of start with some friends who are raw food chefs and kind of came with those recipes. But um, since then, it's just been myself. So I handle all the operations. We've recently hired someone to help us with sales. We've got a team of brokers going. And then we have our head of production and another guy that helps him in the kitchen there. So pretty lean team right now. Uh, you talked um, or just touched on brokers, which I think is a good subject. I mean, again, this is just value add stuff. What do you think about brokers? Give us your take on how you navigated that, the sort of maybe a, a 30 second of the do's and don'ts that you found out over the last, let's say, 12 or 24 months. Yeah, it's been a great learning experience for sure. I would say that I wasn't as familiar with their role, but what I'm kind of learning is that you really need to manage them and stay on top of them. Um, so we have weekly check-ins. We run certain spiff deals and certain things to motivate them a little bit extra because they're always in charge of a handful of brands. You really want to make sure that you're getting the time, especially being such an early stage brand. Um, so yeah, you know, it's been a good working relationship, but I would say that it's been really helpful to have another team member in-house that is kind of in charge of staying on top of them. Well said. Um, yeah, that's another uh, total, it's its own topic. And it's funny, I, I've been wanting to touch on that a little bit because 
there's a lot that goes on in that space. And I think people could be educated a bit on, on again, sort of the do's and don'ts as far as like what someone's experience is uh, dealing with different types of brokers. Cause you know, some are, are costly and some are even more costly and you, you need to really be able to navigate that uh, arena. Um, let's talk about where you want to be in the next 12 months. What does the business look like uh, for you? Yeah, so we're really looking um, to grow our distribution this year. So we want to be in a lot more stores by the end of this year. We've got a couple new regions coming online. And then some of our big internal initiatives is we're launching a new flavor, which we haven't done in over a year. So we know consumers are going to be so pumped about that. Uh, and then we have a major sustainability announcement coming in the next couple months. Um, we've really been looking at our packaging. So right now in the ice cream category, you can't recycle any pints because they're kind of lined with that plastic as a moisture barrier. So the major issue for the frozen category. Um, and so we're kind of coming out with a solution that's going to tackle a lot of that that we're super excited about. So you can't recycle it. So all those people yep. who put it in the recycling bin. Can't do it. <laughs> Um, I'm sure nobody knows that and no one knows. you do realize that, right? Nobody knows that. Um, yeah. nobody also knows that this sweater is too tight. I'm never, uh, if you could, uh, anyway, um, let's, uh, let's talk just, I kind of want to in closing, cause I, um, I am really impressed by the way, with your communication. Uh, I, I, I we're on 77 and then I've done some other a, a series within it. And like, there's some that I just like can wrap with. And I just know I'm like, okay, they get it. Um, and you get it. And I like that. So we could do this like forever if we really wanted to. Um, I want to talk about the category because I just went down and I'm really not an ice cream-ish type eater. I probably get more, I'm in there really quickly for the kids, you know, shouldn't be, but I'm just doing, you know, and, and even I've been trying to get the plant-based stuff even for them because they're, they're, it's getting better. Mm -hmm. um, I, again, like from a few years ago to now, um, even me who just like tastes it every so often or will buy like a little pint or something just to see what's going on in the category. I just had one and I was pleasantly surprised yeah. um, of the improvement. So, but, but it's so, it, I, I say this every time, it's so competitive, it's competitive. Everything is competitive. We're competitive, every, every category is competitive. But like, how do you differentiate yourself? What do you do, even if you do have those call-outs that you talked about in the beginning, which are really cool, um, and at least plant-based is smaller, uh, uh, you know, as far as competition, but it's starting to grow. What do, what do you do? How do you market yourself, uh, you know, during all this? Yeah, it's a great question, especially during COVID when you can't do any of the sampling and demos, it makes it extra tough. Um, we really came to market with a very unique package. So we've got kind of this Chinese takeout style box instead of the traditional pint. So sustainable in the sense that it removes the extra paperboard with the reduction of a lid, um, but also helps us stand out on shelf. So we've been really happy with that. We've also got um, blocked coloring. So surprisingly, a lot of pints are still white or they're one color or something like that. So we've got a nice little rainbow on shelf there. Um, but yeah, from the ground level, that's really what we focused on is all the touch points of the physical product. And then from an online perspective, my background is really in nutrition. And so we like to give a lot of education around that. So we're not really always just talking about our product, pushing our product. We're really offering a lot of value add education just around a holistic lifestyle in general that we're 
we're finding a lot of consumers really gravitating towards. And I think it instills a lot of trust in them as well that if this company is giving off this really great information, they're really educated on this. They're probably the ones that I want to buy a healthy product from. Nailed it. I knew you would nail that answer. Uh, Kaylee, good job. Uh, good job. I throw up, I'm going to throw the sacred serve stuff at the end of this thing. Well done. I like it. Uh, I'm sure we'll do a follow-up later on. Keep it going. Keep it going. Chris, Red Fox Analytics, give it to us. I know. How do I follow ice cream? Um, <laughs> all right. It's hard. The, the 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 rundown on so transitioning from ice cream to data so uh gelato are, by the way don't gelato 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 geez you were saying ice cream that was you i think actually. probably probably yeah yeah i'm excited to try that by the way Kaylee. you got to get it to the rocky mountain uh so i'm out in border colorado uh, red fox analytics uh do the quick uh rundown on what we do uh our mission is to make data more accessible for companies um from you know, emerging state CPG, just trying to wrestle with your distributor data, scaling your team all the way up to, you know, we work with people over $100 million. So, uh, you know, our, our, our mission is to just uh, take all these different data sources that we seem to be swimming in uh, as CPG folk. Uh, you know, I was trained at Justin's Nut Butter, then I am loving you. So this really came out of the trenches of um, emerging CPG. And, and so uh, what we do really starts by wrangling all those data sources putting it into a platform or, or reporting tool that makes it really simple for your team to go get those uh, you know, nuggets. They're gonna help you make the, the decisions uh, from you know, what price should we be? What distribution should we be focusing on? Um, what distribution should we be fixing first? Uh, and, and helping teams uh, get to those answers uh, more efficiently. Um, and so for us, that really uh, looks like uh, something different as the teams grow. So, you know, for an early stage company like Kaylee's, we'd be super hands-on helping uh, her figure out what the data is saying. So what flavor should we launch next year? You know, what price should we be before we go scale to every Whole Foods region and helping get those questions answered up front? And then as we, you know, watch our partners grow and that expertise starts to come in-house, uh, then we're really just there to be a tool and be a way to make their team more efficient, updating sales decks, board decks, investor decks, um, and all those types of, uh, you know, data-driven decisions. Very cool. Chris is helping CPG folks. Kaylee is doing her thing. Uh, great job, both of you. I appreciate having both of you on to health, happiness. Focus on that. Let's do that, folks. Love it. Peace. Thanks, Mark. <laughs>